three, two, one. Bum! Bum! The moment you all have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Blaze the Lion podcast. I am your host, that guy, that dude they call Blaze. Tonight's guest is the lovely business owner, personal trainer, spinning instructor, group X instructor, motivator, counselor, unofficial life coach, unofficial model, world changer, activist, beautiful smile, the booty that so many women have nudged me and sent me messages that they want their butt to look like hers. <laughs> Her Instagram name is named after, all right, here we go, here we go. <laughs> the lovely Dulce Palmer, AKA Bosu, welcome to the pod. Thank you, thank you for having me, honored. Awesome, awesome. I am so glad that this day has finally happened. With my little hair sticking in. <laughs> um, man, yes, 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 this day is here. So I did my little intro about you, but as I do with all my guests, introduce yourself. Tell them a little bit about yourself for those yeah. who don't know. All right. Probably the hardest topic in the world talking about yourself, right? Mm-mm. No, it is. <laughs> I'd rather talk about someone else, but it's, I'm really honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, it means a lot. I'm super proud of you and excited to be here with you as a friend. So, guys, my name is Dulcie Palmer. Um, my nickname is Bosu, as most of you know, actually given by this guy right here. We've been friends for many years, so we'll tell you that story later. Um, but I am a certified personal trainer. I own my own business, DMP Fitness. Uh, my passion is fitness and wellness and evolving into the best person I can be and helping as many people as I can do that also throughout life. So um, we'll get into all the details, but like, like you touched on, um, I've been involved in a lot of different facets of fitness and I'm excited to talk to you guys about that. Different things that I found that worked and failed and um, I've grown to be better, hopefully. Every year I'm, I'm hoping to be better, just like you guys. So that's kind of where I'm at. I live in Florida. Some of you are, are joining us from other states. So I'm in uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida, and love the weather here, especially right now. Right? Yeah, yeah we, we have like a half-assed winter down here. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So yeah, let's start there. So. How long have we known each other? So I had to look today. I looked through some old photos and oh my God, good memories. Blaze and I have known each other for about 13, 14 years. We met in 2007, 2008. Yeah, I couldn't pinpoint the exact date, but it's been 13, 14 years. Damn. Oh no, I know, good memories. Yes, life was so different then. It was, it was very different. We were young, we were innocent. Well, Partly in a <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, 13, 14 years ago. So you want me to tell the story of how we met? Go for it. Go for it. So both of us met at 24 Hour Fitness. That's where I started my fitness career. Um, I'm not sure if you started there or not, but that's where I started. So we were both instructors at 24 Hour Fitness and we met there as co-workers and just kind of started hanging out in groups of co-workers and um, in gym things, out of gym things, just enjoyed each other's company. And that's where it all started. Blaze and Bosu grew from there. Yeah. And uh, we've had some, some great things that we've done together and individually. Yeah, definitely. I remember back then, Man, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> 2007, 2008, I was new. I was a trainer, but I was still fairly new to teaching classes. So I would try other classes, sure. which I don't do that enough nowadays. But yeah. I would just try different classes and just learn and just see what they do, you know, that sort of thing. And I remember I took your class. It was during the holiday season because there was space in your class. It, yeah. it wasn't packed, it wasn't crazy. It was maybe six to 10 of us. Okay. So it wasn't a lot. And um, I said, wow, this, this is a really good class. I, so I, I had a motive. I wanted to just learn from you. Nice. I said, man, she's structured, she's, She's good. Her body is good. So obviously she does. Obviously she practices what she preaches. So I really just wanted to learn. So it was you and maybe two more instructors that I just wanted just to learn from and just soak it up. Uh, and then I remember after the holidays, it was a wrap. There was no getting into your class. I said, All right, well, I got my two weeks of, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. Your classes are exactly the same. So yeah, isn't it funny how fitness? Like I, I truly blame fitness for this in-your-face personality. Me growing thick skin. Me not really caring what people think. Just being confident in 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 what I do. I really, I really like attribute that to to teaching classes because you're not going to please everybody. No. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Some people, uh, uh. so yeah. you can't be getting offended. You you can't. Yes, you learn and you grow from certain things. Yeah, but it, it just taught me to learn, grow, but to be confident in who I was, you know, like in my personality. Right, right. It's, I don't know that people understand how much it does expose you. You know, you are out there for the world to. Uh, yeah, there's an echo. There's an echo when you talk, Bosu. Yeah, I have the volume down. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Any better? IG volume's down. Oh, what is that? I don't know. Maybe the position of. I don't know. I'm on my phone a little bit. No, still there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no ideas. Sounds like it's just on IG. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. 
Let me see here. Sorry, guys. Terrible echo. Yeah. Is there something I can mute on IG? Let me see. Is that any better? Um, I'm here. Yeah, I think you fixed it. Yeah. Concord. Concord. Not, not I just got worse, right? Yeah. again. There we go. <laughs> Hola. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There we go. All right. I think I just fixed it. Right. Better? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you're echoing now. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. I see comments on Instagram, but I don't see any comments on Facebook. So I don't know what you're seeing on Facebook. I don't see anything. Oh uh, yeah, the the two devices open. Uh, let's just roll with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Check, check, check. So, uh, fitness. Yeah, being in short. So, tell us about your your fitness journey. All right, it's a long journey. Um, when I met you around two, that little before I met you is when I started my fitness journey, and I honestly was you know, coming out of college and very overweight and it had been a while. I wasn't fresh out of college, but I had gained a lot of weight in college and high school played a lot of sports and was athletic, basketball, tennis, track, all that good stuff and really let myself go. I got very heavy, terrible eating habits. Um, I was, I was just a mess. I gained so much weight, ended up at almost 300 pounds and saw a picture of myself, wanted to lose weight. Went to 24 hour fitness, kind of fumbled around the gym, found myself away into a spin class and absolutely fell in love. Spinning is where fitness started for me completely. It is by far the, the most passionate thing I am. You know, spinning is everything to me. So I started taking classes and I met a cool instructor. His name was Kevin. I remember him very well. And he kept telling me, you should be an instructor. You should be an instructor. And Long story short, became an instructor, took the certification, started working at 24 Hour Fitness, and fell in love with it, would teach my spinning classes, and then started to get noticed. My classes started to grow, and they started to ask me to teach other styles. Um, went to another, joined the Miramar team, and was teaching at two gyms, started teaching boot camps, started teaching weight classes. I myself got much more comfortable and obsessed with the gym life. and. After teaching for a couple of years, by 2010, again, I had a big following. People were following me, people were asking questions. They wanted to know how to do this and what to do with that. And I started fumbling around with friends and doing some personal training, um, working out with them, uh, learning how to manipulate other people's bodies, not just my own. And that was fun, fell in love with it. So then got certified to actually be a certified personal trainer and Still continue to work at 24 Hour Fitness, but then went to a gym called South Florida Boxing. And that's where I truly started training clients. Um, I was a bartender on the side, 
So at that point, I'm, you know, charging $20 a session just to get clients under my belt. And I'm going bartending at night. So I'm working till, you know, getting home. At I remember them days. I remember the day. Yes. Getting home in the middle of the night, sleeping for a few hours. And then remember, I'd meet up with you and we'd go do an outdoor boot camp. And I'd have to be there at 6 a.m. So um, those were the days. Those were some tough days. But it was well worth the sacrifice. From that point on, I was training clients. My book started to fill, eventually gave up bartending, let that go. Um, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. So I want to stop there. Giving up bartending. Yeah. How was that? Because I know you were doing that for a while. Long while. Bartending. And you finally let it go. Yeah. It was hard. I mean, like anything else in life, when you make a change like that and you make a shift to try to better yourself or do something you want to do that you're passionate about, bartending definitely wasn't a passion, but I loved the money. I was, I had, like you said, done it for years and um, it was a sacrifice. I had two phases. When I first started teaching, I had a boss. I was a bar manager at a high-end resort in Fort Lauderdale. And that boss gave me an ultimatum one day and said, you either do this or you do that. And I said, well, I'm, I'm doing that. So mm -hmm. I went to that place, grabbed a nighttime gig so that I could still do the classes and the bartending. Right. The point where you're talking about more when you knew me was around that, I don't know, 2013 or so, where I decided to let the nighttime gigs go and not bartend a couple nights a week to make that extra money and really commit that this is how I'm going to make my living. This is how I'm going to forge my career and my path. And that was a big sacrifice. That was a big moment, but it, it's, it paid off. You know, it's what I wanted to do. I knew that it was the road for me and I just trusted in it at that time. It wasn't easy, but it, that's what I chose to do. Mm. So, then we fast forward, you know, 2013, I created um, a business with another individual. We had a, um, it's called DD Fit Life, where we forged a business together, did a lot of things together, worked out well, didn't grow tremendously, but it was a nice starting point for me to figure out how to become an independent contractor, how to run my own thing with someone else. Yeah. yeah. And that relationship dissolved around 2016 and I created my own and that's where we are now with the DMP fitness. And that has grown into its own little monster of its own. It's just me individually. I don't have any employees, but, um, that's kind of where I'm sitting now with the, the branded version of myself and uh, a business that I'm very proud of. Mm -hmm. A lot of people ask me what the DMP stands for, and it's literally my initials, Celsi Marie Palmer. And even more important than that, I made a little slogan to go with it that means something to me. So it's dedication and motivation with a purpose. Because if you know, you know I'm very dedicated. I love to motivate. It is definitely high on my list of uh, things I've been told I'm good at and I'm very purposeful when I do things it's for a reason so um, I've tried to bring those those little qualities into my business and put them into my clients mm -hmm. dedication motivation with a purpose yes mm. so you know that's one of my favorite words which one purpose ah purpose walking in your purpose that is life-changing knowing your purpose knowing why you are here 
and not just knowing why you are here, but being able to execute, right? Being, being able to walk in that confidently because life is going to have ups and downs. That's just what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Trials are going to come. You will get tested. And right? you definitely will get tested. But it's your, it's your love for what you do, being able to walk in your purpose. Mm -hmm. um, throughout these years, man, I know it's, it's happened to me quite a few times. I know it's hard to believe. But it's happened to me quite a few times where it's just a bad day. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this fitness thing. This is not for me. My my friends or you know those close to me will say, "Why don't you get a real job? Oh yeah. Why don't you get security? Get a nine to five? Why don't you get a career?" And 14 years later, we're still here, right? Yeah. So, talk about that. What's what's kept you here? It's my passion. It's exactly what you said. It's the love. It's the calling. It's the the yearning. It's the getting up and wanting to do it again, right? It's the, we all have bad days, but I don't, I'm not sick of it. There's nowhere else I can picture being that I'd rather be. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't always that purposeful. I mean, I, I did it because I liked it. I was involved in it and it seemed like the right thing to do. Fast forward now, I mean, the last, let's just say five years, if not more, um, my clients are everything to me, everything. If you are part of my squad, I will bend over backwards. You know, they, they are the reason I do so many things, you know, I know we do it for ourselves. It's our business and everything, but I truly am passionate about helping them, each of them in their different ways. And, and uh, that's what wakes me up. That's what makes me want to do better. That's what makes me want to come up with a new system to be multifaceted, to do different things and not just sit in a comfort zone where they never grow. I never grow, they never grow. And if they're growing, I feel like then I'm growing and vice versa. So that for me is is a big part of it now. It's they are picking fights, they're asking who's your favorite. Oh. I can't see. <laughs> no favorites, guys. No favorites. Can't. No favorites. I honestly love each and every one of them in different ways. So they know that. Yeah, I see lots of hearts and crying. I can't tell if they're crying or if they're laughing so hard that they're crying. You might be crying from the workout tonight because it was rough. Oh, there you go. But I don't know. They'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> But so they're they're a big part of my purpose, you know. So definitely, definitely. I love that, man. It's it is it is really they're still fighting over who's your favorite. So Oh wow, it's, he's coming. <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing to man, to just be able to to make money from doing what you love. Right. Um let's do that in the chat. How many of you right now get paid for what you love doing? Mm. Mm. Be honest. What's your career? Do you currently get paid for what you love doing? Do you love waking up in the morning? Do you love going to work? Because hmm. many people, um, 
aren't aren't happy and they may make the money they may bring in six figures shoot seven figures whatever um but they just do it for a check yeah and i think we've all been in that position i mean i mean i've been there before where i don't necessarily love what i do but you got to make money so i get it but that's where growth in life you you hope to get to the point where you do what you love even if it's time i mean i think there's a lot of people out there that do something for money and they do something else for themselves for their yeah. path and that's powerful too yeah definitely even right. if you are in that that nine to five and it's not your passion just like dosi said you can still work on it you can right. still make time to work on it, whether it's a business sometimes just a just that that hobby um, turns into something enormous that you never even imagined. Yeah. That's my story, certainly. I stumbled across fitness. Fitness was not the goal. I didn't come out of college saying, I want to be a trainer. I want to be a coach. I want to have my own business. None of those were thoughts in my head. I literally stumbled across it. Hmm. Follow your heart. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, hmm. Uh -oh. Let's dig a little deeper now. Okay. Uh, struggles, right? Tests, trials. What's been something recently in, I know this is a brand new year, 2021, but let's go to 2020. What's something recently, a struggle, a challenge that you, you went through, but you were able to persevere, you were able to, to push through? So recently, I know it's, it's the very end, but it was the last month of 2019, I closed my spinning studio. One of the biggest struggles of my life. Um, didn't own it for very long. I was there for almost three years. Um, and I bought it from a friend at the time and it didn't work out. The overhead was too high. I was absolutely killing myself trying to keep it open. And I was head over heels in love with the studio itself and everything about it and what it stood for. And it was hard to let go. And it was probably, it was definitely my top three failures in life. If you, you know, I call it a failure. It, it helped me grow and it taught me a ton, but it was a business I wanted to work and did, right? So it's a struggle. It was a failure. It was a learning lesson. And I'm really looking to try to do it again. Mm. Yeah, I really feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I could provide a much better situation now knowing what I know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the most recent, um, besides of course the virus has changed everything we've done in our industry and everyone else's industry for that matter um, since last March. So learning to grow with that, bend and be flexible and allow your business to thrive, exist, whatever it takes to make it through a pandemic type situation that we're in now. And I've been very blessed. I, again, it comes back to my clients. It comes back to a big part of my purpose is them. They, they wanted my services. They supported my services. And we were able to, as a team, grow and, and be flexible and build together. So mm -hmm. those, I would say, were my two most recent you know, big struggles. Um, 
that's that's the most recent. Mm. So look at that. That's something that is an accomplishment, right? To own a facility, right? To 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 own something where people can can come to and get served. Right. Right. right? Um, and then to have that close and I mean, I can just imagine, um, like you said, feeling like a failure, feeling, feeling as if you you failed, and um, you know, at that point, like, what do you do? Right? Do you do you give up? Like, okay, this is it, or do you do you keep pushing? And I've been able to witness you continue pushing. And shout out to your clients, to your I don't know what you call them, your your beehive squad. Squad. <laughs> they are loyal, man. They are Team Dulce, Team Bosu. Um, they'll follow you to the Everglades, man. Wow. You know? And that's a blessing. It is. That, it is. that is a blessing. Even in the midst of, you know, as you said, COVID-19. And all that to 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 still have people who are like, man, I gotta go to Bosu. Like, this is what it is, man. I got goals to achieve in the midst of whatever's going on. Like, let's go. Right, right. I, I am very, very blessed, very grateful for them because I cannot do what I do without them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. It, it just doesn't work. Doesn't translate. So, I'm very lucky. That struggle showed me a lot of. Um, worthwhile friendships, um, clients and followers, because not everybody's a, a client for us, you know, like, like he's explaining, we also teach classes and do group atmosphere things. Not everybody gets to encounter what we do in a small group or one-on-one. -on -one. There's a lot of people that I see once or twice a week coming to a class or doing something with me in a group atmosphere. And everybody has their special place in our puzzle. Are, you know, are, they're a piece of our puzzle and what we do. And when you support someone that does a small business that you enjoy their service, you help that small business find a way to grow, find a way to exist again. And it means a lot to us. I know from the two of us being, you know, small business owners, we, we really thank you for that. And I want to encourage you to help others. You know, there's so many people out there now selling natural great, healthy, homemade things and providing services that, man, I, I just would so prefer to support that person rather than walk into a, a Walmart or a Target and support that big business, you know? Right, right. You mentioned it earlier, I'm going to shout her out because, Sue, I love you, but I've recently started using uh, CMOS, something I researched for a long time. Hey. I go in and buy it from a store because I knew that it wasn't made properly. I knew that it wasn't going to do what I needed it to do. And um, through our mutual connection, and again, Sue is someone that works at 24-Hour Fitness, and so we have a coworker type situation. Um, I, I buy my CMOS directly from somebody who makes it right in their kitchen and blends it up, and I know what's going in it. And same thing with trainers. You know, We all know a million trainers. Every gym has a whole handful of them. But you guys choose to support who provides that business for you, who gives you what you need, and it's so appreciated. That's yeah. how we yeah. If somebody wanted to go into fitness, mm -hmm. 
Rich, I would say maybe they're a little crazy wanting to go into fitness now. But um, what advice would you give to them? What advice would I give to them? Number one, you got to know your stuff, right? If you don't know your shit, you don't have any business doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I say that out of a place of respect because I fumbled around in the beginning. And now knowing what I know, I would never want to hurt somebody. And the deeper you get into fitness and the more you learn about it, there's a whole lot to it. There's a whole lot of things we do to our bodies and ask of our bodies while we're on the youthful side and we're able that later on do build up and cause us a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a very powerful thing when you have a trainer that really knows what they're doing and knows how to manipulate and work the body, give corrective um, advice for the body and take care of things. So know your stuff, go into it, knowing your stuff because you truly could hurt somebody. And that is never the goal of any of us. We get into this business because we want to help people um, not only see their goals, but you know, live a better, healthier, happier performance, you know, type lifestyle. Yeah. And you want to know yourself. And then as soon as you can try to look at it from a viewpoint of building your own business. Um, big box gyms are amazing for what they provide, but being a personal trainer in a big box gym is a rough life. You're, you're not going to see much of your portion of the work. Yeah. Um, Again, I was blessed. I kept a part-time job and learned how to figure it out on my own. But a lot of people go that route and then try to build their own business, and it doesn't necessarily work. It takes a lot, a lot of discipline. So, so what's the biggest thing people think about when they think about small businesses? Oh, you got all this freedom, right? Oh, Delphi, you can take a day off whenever you want to. You got all this freedom. <laughs> and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We do have freedom. However, that freedom comes with such a price that you really don't have freedom because if I take a day off, there is no income. Yeah. If I get hurt, there is no income. If I take a vacation, there's no one to call. It's I'm missing work, period. And if I miss enough work, my small business service now becomes replaceable. They're going to go somewhere else. So you have to be relevant. You have to use social media. You have to stay in the game. That is a saying that I've heard many times, and I always try to bring myself back to that. Stay in the game. You know, if you're not memorable, people won't reach out to you. They won't come to you. They won't look for you. So be relevant. Stay in the game. Mm. So those are just some little, little tidbits. Yeah, definitely. So in the chat, they're asking me or us, why is it crazy to go into fitness? So when I was saying that, as a whole, fitness is a luxury. Let's just be honest here. Um, you know, we, I don't want to sound too cocky, but Bosu and I are so good <laughs> that many times people feel like, no, this is what we need. Like, there is no other. You know what I mean? But... When, when life gets hard, things they start cutting out, it's usually fitness, yeah. right? To the point where many times they'll put vacations over fitness. I'm broke, man. I can't afford a trainer right now, but I'm going to go take this cruise, you know what I'm saying, for a week and a half. 
you know? Money, yeah, that's true. So especially in the beginning, it's it's tough, man. You don't get certified. Okay, I'm a certified personal trainer. Clients, let's go. Mm-hmm. And we started before the whole rise of social media. Absolutely. So it wasn't like, okay, well, I'm just going to post on Instagram. In 2007, there was no Instagram. No. So you really had to hustle, like word of mouth, for real, for real. Yeah. And word so, of mouth was the best tool to build my business. Um, if you want to be a trainer, I definitely suggest taking classes. Those classes gave me exposure to huge numbers yeah. of people and helped me build my confidence and be able to speak in front of people and learn that people have different struggles. I think a lot of times you go into fitness also, and if, you know, for me, weight loss was an issue, but not everybody's issue in fitness is weight loss. Some people are looking to just be healthier. Some people need to actually gain some muscle and gain some some weight. And there's a lot of different issues that go on in people's lives that bring them to fitness, not just weight loss. And I think a lot of people think that sometimes. And when you teach those classes and get in front of a lot of people, that helps build your personal training business. And that's what it did for me. It definitely helped me catapult into the next level. For sure. But then be ready to, to grow and make different avenues within your fitness. So at one point I was teaching at five places. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working at orange theory. I was teaching spinning at the spinning studio. I was training clients at AMP. I was still at 24-Hour Fitness loving my classes, and I was in Weston teaching at Midtown. Um, so there was one point where I was all over town. Guess what that did to my business? That continued to feed from different angles and different avenues of exposure and um, just people that I needed to build that brand. Yeah. And that helped a lot. So that's another good tidbit for somebody looking to do fitness. Get yourself in, in front of a lot of people. Show them what you can do. You're good at what you do. People will follow you every time. Every time. It's a very competitive business. Very competitive business. Yeah. Um, have you experienced any people that you've trained over the years that follow your footsteps and have become instructors or trainers? I have. I have a couple of people that have become instructors. And one person that became a trainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't do as much with it. They kind of got into it, played with it a little bit, and um, didn't do much with it. But they tried it, and they were inspired by what I did and wanted to do what I did. So yeah. they did. Now they're doing something else. All three of them. But you gotta love it. Hopefully, I've touched somebody that they're still doing it. There might be somebody out there I just don't know of, right? Yeah, maybe. You got to love it. You, you really have to love it. You have to because it's tough day in and day out. It, it is not easy. Um, a big part of what we do is a big part of something that I speak on a lot. I know my clients right now are like, oh, here she goes. Energy. Energy is the center of so much of what I do. And I'm fortunate and unfortunate to very be very driven by it. So when negative energy is around me, it's very hard for me to get away from it. It's very hard for me to push it away. I tend to absorb good, bad, all everything that's around me. Um, and I'm trying to work on that for myself. That's one of my things I want to work on. And learning that you're responsible for your energy entering a room. 
And it's the thing I try to share with my friends, family, anybody who I'm around, because when your negative energy enters the room, people feel it. Avoid you, which is what I try to do. I truly try to avoid negative energy or they're going to absorb it and join you, which makes your force even bigger. And there's where your part or your responsibility of it comes in. You know, are you adding to the betterment of the room you're in or are you helping grow a negative atmosphere? And uh, that energy can just make or break a group, a person. You don't know what kind of day somebody's having. We all have a bad day, but Mm -hmm. uh, again, something I'm working on personally in my life is just always having that personal high energy and people forget that in our line of work, so I'm going to use today, for example, I saw 14 clients today. Each one of them took a piece of me. Each one of them contributed into my day and my energy. And fitness will do that. It, it will suck the life out of you. So when I come home, I just want to be alone. I just want to relax. You probably do too. All those people, we just want to pour into them and love on them and teach them and correct them. And then it's like, oh, so that's not easy. That's not, it's mental, it's physical. There's a lot to it. It was emotional, obviously very emotional. And it's a big part of fitness. Yes. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, we got to come do it, you know, energy, man. So people come into your class or they come into the gym or wherever you train mm-hmm. and they've had stressful days or they're just in a tough place in, you know, in just life. And they, bring that to you like here it is <laughs> help me handle that for me and you're like oh man it's thick in here but this this is what we were we were called to do this is you know this is what we do and this is what we genuinely love doing yeah very true very very true awesome so we're gonna play a game oh okay <laughs> you ready all righty so nothing crazy. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna set my timer and we're gonna set the timer for seven minutes. And we're gonna see how many burpees Bosa can do in seven minutes. Oh, very funny. <laughs> on camera. We played this game before years ago. <laughs> oh, good one. My comments are probably going crazy in your comments right now. <laughs> uh... Uh, no, we're not doing that. However, I am going to, um, right now, I'm big on meditating. Okay. Right? And um, energy is, takes, energy comes in different ways, right? In different methods, in different colors. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're saying, why is that a joke? I guess they want you to do burpees for real. Of course. <laughs> seven minutes of the live. Here we go. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to name a color. Okay. And you're gonna tell me what word or phrase comes to mind. Okay. All right, just kind of see where you are currently. Oh boy. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Audience, are you ready? <laughs> TV land, are you ready? <laughs> All right, here we go. Red. Love. Love. Yellow. Friendship. 
different kind of love, but a lot of love still behind that bright, sunny friendship. So okay. gold. Money. Money. Things that bling, things that mean something to you. Um, gold is like the top of the top to me. Okay. Purple. Wearing gold, yes. Purple, um, passion. Purple is my favorite color. So passion, things that mean something. So you heard that, guys. And if you guys that are trying to get at Bosu, purple is <laughs> her favorite. Okay, never mind. Never Don't mind. you start. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> passion. Passion. Uh, blue. Oh, the sky, wellness. Um, the world just calming. That's what those are the things blue makes me think of. Royal blue. Royal blue. I don't know why it just popped in my head like masculine energy. Something about males. I don't know why. Hmm. So you heard that, Flutters. Wear <laughs> royal, blue. Right. royal blue. I'm just trying to give you the guidelines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> About you, <laughs> aqua, aqua, water comes to mind again. The ocean, serenity, calming. Hmm. Hope I'm passing this test. There's no right or wrong answer. Okay, life black, black. You know, I love black, so Im immediately when you think black, I sometimes think of like darkness and things like that, as many people probably do, but I truly love black. I don't see, I don't see bad in black. So I see darkness, but darkness isn't necessarily always bad. Sometimes we need to be hidden from certain things. So I'm gonna say darkness, but it's not always, it's not just bad darkness. Okay, you got three more, gray. Blah, like no zest. No excitement. Everything is just kind of blah. I like that word, zest. Yeah. Zest, yeah. Uh-oh. My word is sound, because my sound is terrible. <laughs> All right, here we go. Two more. Okay. White. Purity. Things that are just clean. And I love clean. I'm a clean freak. So think of clean. Final word. Okay. Green. Green. Grass, the trees, oxygen, life. Green, like life. It's funny. All the uh, the comments are. Uh oh. They're all different. Oh, good. They're all different. So after this live, I'm going to go on and answer comments and you can do the same okay. on Facebook and such. And uh, just interesting with um, what they see. One person put green, they see abundance. One. one person for black, they put freedom. Nice. Hmm. Different yeah. question. Hmm. Yeah. I like it. All right. So. I want to go into a serious topic now. Okay. Uh, a, a topic that um, 
we've seen, you see firsthand in the, in the fitness industry. And maybe some people here listening can relate to um, surgery. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's been pretty common nowadays. Um, I'm trying to say this in a tactful manner here. Of course. But um, it's pretty common for uh, for women to to have to have surgery to get surgery okay. um, on certain parts of their body. You know, you know the infamous um, butt implants, which is okay. my love and hate. Yeah, I won't get in here and tell you why I hate it. That's for you to figure out. <laughs> it's not the face for that. Um, and then we go into um, breast implants. I mean, there, there, are, there are so many things. Um, sure. What's been your experience? With others? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I work in a plentitude of gyms, so I've seen it all. You know, I've seen all the body parts that are altered and I'm not judgmental about it. I know how I feel about my body. I've had breast implants and that's the only thing I've had augmented or done anything to. Um, it just wasn't worth changing my body or being driven towards that. But I also understand that our society puts this pressure on women to look a certain way and a lot of us give in to that pressure and we want to look perfect. And as I've gotten older, my the surgery I had was 13 years ago. Um, I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't I would tell everybody I know to really think about the consequences and not do it. But I understand why they do do it in some cases. Some of them I don't. I, I know we all know the people that go overboard and do way too much, but I don't way think that's who we're really talking about. I think we're more talking about people that, you know, just want to add or subtract or do this and that. Um, weight loss surgeries. Some people have weight loss surgeries. Um, that might be their journey. That, that's what they need to hit a goal. And I'm, I understand it. I get it. I didn't go that route, but I get it. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know. I'm not real judgmental when it comes to the surgery. I've just, just last year, in the last three months, learned a lot about consequences of surgery as I went through a procedure myself. So um, be careful. That would be. You want to speak on that? What's that? Say it again. You want to speak on that? Sure, we can speak on that. Okay. Um, so. The last couple of years of my life, I, I really was struggling. I've been very successful with keeping my body a certain way and feeling a certain way and, and performing my job well. And the last couple of years of my life, two, two and a half years, I saw a decline in myself, in my body, in everything. Um, and it came to a head about six months ago. And I did a lot of doctoring and, and it, a bunch of things to figure it out. There's a long story behind it of how I came to it. But long story short, found out that I was suffering from breast implant illness. Mm -hmm. so I've had them for years and my body was able to fight through and didn't have any issues. But in the last couple of years, those implants basically diminished my quality of life down to very, very minimal. 
I was on chronic, chronic fatigue, horrible inflammation that people wouldn't even believe unless you were around me. Like those, some people watching would be like, yep, I know I saw it. Um, just a terrible amount of symptoms, the, the weight gain, the joint pain, the muscle pain, the everyday pain I was in. So I'm walking around the gym with TENS units on my body, the little stimulating TENS units, mm-hmm. just trying to get through sessions with my clients. You know, I'm wearing a jacket and underneath I've got TENS units and my body's being pulsated and, and poked and prod just trying to get through the pain of my sessions. And come to find out through a friend and a thermograph and ultrasound and talking to the doctors and everything that I needed to get those implants out if I was gonna hope to find some comfort and get my life back. So 13 weeks ago, I had my implants taken out and had a procedure called an explant and uh, a breast lift to bring the aesthetics back to where you'd like to be, obviously. And my life has changed. You see the smile on my face. I am not in pain. I sleep at night. I train my clients comfortably. I'm working out. I've lost so much weight because my body was able to reset and not be fighting all the toxins that I had put in with the implants. And I definitely talk about it. I've talked about it on my Instagram and share it with as many people, because let me tell you, if somebody didn't tell me about it, I would never have known to go down this path. And I knew nothing about it and was suffering terribly. So you guys are out there and, and let's say you don't have implants. The person that first opened my eyes to this doesn't have implants but someone told her about it. She heard about it. She had learned about it and she shared it. She shared it. I didn't really open my eyes. I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the symptoms, but you know, you just kind of, I didn't do much about it. And then when you started, you know, entering some medical people and someone bringing it up from a thermograph, it was like, wow, I need to really check this out. Mm. And it made a huge difference. So uh, if you're, if you're wondering, if you want to know more, feel free to reach out to me. There's a website that's a very powerful tool I used a lot for my research, um, breastimplantillness.com. It tells you a lot. And again, I want to offer up myself also. If there's something I can help you guys with or answer a question, just because you're a male or you don't have doesn't mean you can't help somebody in your life. So it might be your sister. It might be your wife. It might be your cousin. Somebody in your life might have this going on. and Maybe you can help them with that also. So I'm pretty passionate about it. I don't talk about it a ton, but I'm more than willing to share about it when someone brings it up or I have an opportunity because I want to be that person like my friend that helped me and help somebody else learn about it. That's mm. a biggie. Wow. wow. So, yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I saw it with you. I saw it with quite a few people that I know. Um, and maybe I was blind to it, ignorant to it maybe, that I didn't even know that it was really a thing till maybe, maybe like two years ago. Oh, you knew before me then. Mm-hmm. You could have told me. <laughs> I thought we were friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You knew before me. I didn't even know about it. I guess maybe in the vegan world, um, for those who don't know me, I am vegan. Yeah. You can tell, right? Yeah. But uh, so in the vegan world, I would see it a lot. Yeah. They would share that a lot. Um, so I just thought from a 
ethics from, you know, you don't want to continue having foreign things in your body. I just saw it from that angle. Um, I didn't I didn't really realize it went far beyond that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I kind of thought that in the beginning too, now that you say that, because my friend is very holistic and I believe every word she says, but I also think I just didn't look into it. It, it just wasn't, it didn't press on me. But boy, when you start reading about it and you think you start to wonder if you have autoimmune diseases or what's wrong with you because your body's just shutting down and you're suffering. Mm. Um, it's not, it's not holistic. It's not just in that world. It is everybody. And there's thousands and thousands of people every year having these, these explants. Mm. So I've actually had somebody tell me since then that they're actually going to people are actually going to the exact doctor I went to because I shared my story and they were looking into it, did more research, and they're actually going to my doctor. And that made me feel great that maybe I was the one thing that pushed them over the fence or, you know, maybe sharing my story could help somebody else. So open your mouth, tell everybody, guys, tell everybody and um, be aware if you've got them like I did and you're not sick, then great. But at some point you start to feel sick and you see your body declining, look into it. Mm -hmm. Know about it, just be informed. That, that shows definitely how important it is to plant seeds, man. You just you just never know. And sometimes you will plant a seed and you will share your story. And the person you tell, the people you tell, they may not really change or they may kind of brush it off like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, but sometimes you don't even realize that it's still a seed planted. And at the right time, it begins to blossom at the right time, you know, it starts growing. And then other things that they learn along the way, including what that seed that you have planted, then it starts making sense. Very true. Very true. So open your mouth. <laughs> That's right. Tell people. Tell people, man. If if you know, if if you've been growing, if you've been on this journey of wellness, not even just wellness, whatever it is, whether it's finances, anything, man. Um, share, don't tuck that information in for yourself, man. We are, we all share the same planet, yes. right? And I know I get competition and, and, and all of that, but man, if you are good enough, you know, um, if you're good enough, if you are walking in your purpose, that competition doesn't matter, man. You know, it's 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 way better to to help. It's way better to serve, man. You know, karma is real, and karma can be negative or positive, man. Everything mm -hmm. is energy. So, what you put out, you know, helping others, not being afraid to just share. And I know many of us have stories, and we may feel like oh, I don't want to go that route. It's just way too personal. Um, I do believe that at the right time, you will feel led to share because right. your story, those struggles that you went through, uh, wasn't a vain. No, it, it, it never is. Our struggles, the things that we are able to overcome is never just for us. And it goes far beyond just our spouse or our family or our, our circle of friends. Right now, those is able to help people who may not even know her. I mean, I even know her well, and they're listening here to this podcast. And that was confirmation for them. That was a seed planted. Like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. So 
energy. They're saying in the comments, uh, the old the old crew is here. You got Jeanette, Carolyn, you got a bunch oh, of people. Oh, my girls. My little girl, we used to, I used to call them my little girls. I love them. They know the backstory. <laughs> Aw, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. I, I, wish I, could see those. I can't wait to see them when we're done. Can't yes, wait yeah. No, we'll be going through Arby's comments. Uh, many are funny. Many are serious as well, but they call you the brutal master. Yep, that was my old nickname. Very true. <laughs> Man, I love it. I love it. So look at this. It's already been an hour. And I feel like we, we just scratched the surface. Like, man. Um, in the comments, put a whew, put a fireball in the comments if you were a part of the Blazing Bosu boot camps. Yes. I was hoping that would come up. <laughs> if you've come, to, even if it's just one, if you were there for those Blazing Bosu boot camps at the, the, the hills and the tennis courts and all of that. Uh, good times. Good times. So when Blaze and I broke out of just working, you know, the co-worker hangouts and, and stuff, we decided we became friends and we started hanging out and talking. We decided to create our own boot camps and it was Blaze and Bosu boot camps. That's how it all started. And we started with about, I don't know, eight to 10 people. Our first few boot camps were very small and intimate mm -hmm. and they grew quickly. It was exciting. And, and we would, like you said, parks, hills, basketball courts, tennis courts. We were all over the place. And those were fun days. We need a reunion. Oh, we do. <laughs> Maria, we need a reunion. That's awesome. And we started making tank tops and t-shirts. And those were amazing days. Good times. Blaze and I still do boot camps together. So don't think it's gone. We do. Uh, we just did a huge one at Christmas time. So we did 100 people boot camp at Christmas. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. How many people? A hundred. Yep. And we could have had more. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Outdoor, DJ, the whole nine yards. So very, very successful, fun boot camp for Christmas. Yeah, good, good vibes, good energy. Yep. In the midst of all of this, you know, great, great, great energy. And this time we had vendors. We don't usually have vendors. I think maybe in the past we maybe had like one or two, but... We were able to really show out. Yeah. Year. Yeah. We're growing. We're definitely growing. Definitely. Um, I love it. They are going wild in the comments. We probably have like a thousand comments. <laughs> it's the word boot camp. We yeah. got them. <laughs> <laughs> they said they want to bring back the boot camp, but now they need daycare. Oh. So they've changed too. Yeah. Life is, man, life goes so fast. And this podcast goes so damn fast man i really hate to to wrap it up because it's just so much man we have so much history here yeah. um lots of memories lots of fun times dulce and i used to and i say used to because of covid now everything is virtual but because we love you all so much as fitness professionals we would go on these trips we go to orlando and just soak up this information, man, and just and just learn, learn of more evil ways to murder you all. Absolutely. Uh, 
but just also just, just, just knowledge on furthering our business, on speaking. I remember we did a class on massaging. Yeah. Right, remember that? Yeah. And how to massage somebody at the right angle. So even if you're a smaller person and your client is, you know, larger, because um, you can get in, you know, to those, to those right angles. Yeah. That's really effective. Yeah, those right. were some of my best memories. And we've had some great times together traveling and uh, furthering our education. Good times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as we wrap up, I want to focus on on growth. Okay. So I've I've changed a little bit over the years. Just a little bit. You know, slightly. Slightly. Uh, you have changed a lot too. So speak on just over these these past past couple of years, man. What have you? You don't have to go into detail about what you've experience per se but just what have you learned what what lessons what life lessons have you learned what what shifts or what changes did you feel were necessary needed i wouldn't say a lot of them but some big ones i guess um failure is very hard for me so that example i gave you guys earlier was um very hard for me learning to pick myself up and not stay in a negative, heartbroken, failure-type energy because it's not going to bring me anything other than more wasted time. And a couple big heartbreaks in my life. I think we've all had them. And you've got to learn to pick yourself up and keep going and move forward because what caused the heartbreak is only going to keep you in that energy. It's not going to allow you to move past and look at your future. And I want to look at the future. I want my brand to grow. I want to be in more places and do more things and touch more people. And I can't do that by staying in a failure, heartbroken, negative energy type of way. So just being more positive than ever. That That's where I'm going. Um, learning and connecting the dots the last couple of years that fitness is not wellness. Mm. And that's a deep one because for many years, fitness was everything to me. Fitness was wellness. If I was in shape, then I was good. And that's not true guys. If you don't sleep good, you're not good. If you don't eat well, you're not good. If you're not healthy mentally if your mental health is not good then you're not good wellness is so many things and just learning that importance of connecting all the dots rather than one or two dots like yeah i eat healthy and i work out so i'm good no you're not necessarily good your heart might not be in the right place your mind may not be healthy your energy may be terrible and um those are those are the few of the big things that i'm working on and growing in and Hope to do better. Hmm. Yeah, we we have this twisted definition of, of fitness mm-hmm. or of or you know being fit or, or being healthy. And many times it's just we just focus on the physical, we just focus on how we look, right? The aesthetics, and then you know, deep down we're battling, you know, disease, we're battling IBS, we're battling you know, the insomnia, 
Absolutely. All this other stuff. Yeah. So health is wealth. You know, that's that's a famous saying for years, but it's it is true. Yes, if you can run a mile in under six minutes, you may be fast, you may be fit. That don't mean that you're healthy. That's right. Just because you got abs don't mean that you're healthy. Don't let me start preaching out here now. No, no. No, so we really, especially in, the, in, in these times, we got to take our our health serious, yeah. yeah. I see a bunch of people doing, I didn't even know if this was a thing, during this um, dry January. Does anybody know about dry January? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I just been on my 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 sober journey, you know, trotting along on my sober journey, <laughs> trying to find people. Come on, how far? Yeah. Um, but I see a lot of people doing this dry January. So if, if those who don't know what dry January is, um, Dulcie, would you like to speak on dry January? Well, I, I guess I'm in dry January. I haven't had a cocktail for quite a few months. So hey. but, um, no drink, it's like no shave November, but it's dry January, right? It's a month of, of uh, taking that challenge to not have any alcohol in your life. Oh, good challenge for some people. Necessary challenge for some people, right? Yes. And this is alcohol. So wine is still alcohol. Alcohol, absolutely. A wine cooler is still <laughs> alcohol. Yes. This is yes. not hard. This is not no no hard liquor. <laughs> this right. is no alcohol. All right. So shout out to everybody. Um, I know B's on it. I know Gina's on it. So shout out to everybody who's doing this this dry January. And guess what? Not judging anybody, just because I've been on my sober fast for going on 14 months, which is just crazy. Wow. Congrats. Just thank you. This is just crazy. Um, see how you feel in February. Don't, you know, I know folks do it just for weight loss, but on this journey that I'm in, I, I believe that nothing is a coincidence. So it could start off with weight loss, but it also helps with clarity, mental and spiritual clarity. So you may be surprised with certain things that you notice that you didn't notice before because you're sober, or maybe you're a dreamer and you have dreams. And maybe now that you're sober, maybe your dreams have shifted. Maybe they're a little bit more clear more vivid hmm. right i don't know only you know right but i'm just saying don't get so caught up to where february 1st i'm planning to blah, blah, blah. just take one day at a time and just see where you're led because you just never know this could be the beginning of something else in your life the way how life is set up right? yeah and bringing it back to fitness a little bit it also does affect your body. So if you're looking to improve your performance, decrease your inflammation, you know, the alcohol does slow down all systems in our body. I'm not saying you can never have it and still, you know, do really well. But remember at the end of the day that it does affect your body. It is a product you're putting in your body. So sparingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as we as we age gracefully. Our, our bodies change. So you may have been able to have, I mean, I remember those days where I used to have 10 drinks just at dinner. Like, that's just what we did. 
and be able to recover and teach classes the the, the next morning. Sure. And then you get a little bit older and it's like, mm, nah, maybe seven. And then now it's maybe five. And then maybe it's like, okay, it's just one drink. And, um, but it, it's at the end of the day, yes, it tastes good. It makes you feel good. It's an escape. I, I, I get all that. I indulge like crazy. Those who know me, I'm just not going to even continue. But those who know me know. If you know, you know. If you were there, you were there. If you wasn't there, it's okay because you weren't there. Um, <laughs> but it's it's toxic, you know? And your body, you know, so part of the reason why you feel intoxicated, the word toxic is in there, right? Mm -hmm. So it uh, so, <laughs> so feels good. It feels good, but it's toxic. It's actually poison in your body. So it's robbing your body of those essential minerals that you need to, to perform the next day, but also to, to live. So doing that year after year and then decade after decade, we are not machines. So it's going to take a toll on your body in some way, in some capacity. Right. It, it could lead to other things. Sometimes the alcohol and, you know, it's sugar and it leads to cancer and it leads to a bunch of other things. You know what I mean? So I'm here not preaching, not judging. I can't judge nobody. Right. But I'm just dropping what I've experienced, you know, and what I've learned. So all in all, I'm just saying those who are doing dry January or if you're not and you want to jump in and do a dry February or whatever. You don't have to follow nobody's rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do what you feel. But, um, you know, we're all, I, I encourage growth. I encourage elevation uh, all the time, man. I, I love seeing people grow. I, I love seeing people change and morph into the person who they were created to be, walking in their damn purpose. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> So for our audience, I would what I do with my guests usually is I ask my special guests of the night if they have one word, one phrase, or one quote that they would like to leave the audience with, what would that be? Hmm. Well, my favorite one I already used tonight. Tonight you're making me think. And uh, just to bring it back. That was the, you are responsible for the energy you bring into a room. Mm. Um, it's my favorite quote. And I think about it every day because I, I don't want to be the cause of anything bad. I want to bring good things to that room. So can I leave, can I finish with that one again? Sure. <laughs> okay. On yeah. this show, there is no right or wrong. True. True. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Think about your energy around others. Energy is contagious. Yeah. Energy is powerful. Hmm. Let's get the people involved. What energy have you felt tonight in tonight's episode? What energy did I bring you? What energy did Dulcie bring you? What energy did you feel? What energy are you feeling right now? Put it in the comments. Let me write in paragraphs, though. You know, try, try and keep it down to like 
one word or one phrase, but <laughs> energy is everything, man. Energy, energy, energy. These comments are flooded. No disrespect to any other guests, but these these comments are. I love them. Thank you, guys. I haven't seen the Facebook ones, but I can see the Instagram ones blowing by. So. Yeah, I can't oh, even. Usually, I would read some of them, but. I see my girl Danielle. No fruit after six. <laughs> I joke. Oh, I love it. Squad, positive energy, positive, encouraging. Positivity. Huh. People doing a mid a mid-January. They ain't doing a dry January, doing a mid-January. Mid? I like it. Positive. So nowadays when you hear that word positive, mm -hmm. um, it's skewed a little bit. You think of this virus that's oh. going on. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Oh yeah. No. Uh, I guess it's just me. Motivational, inspirational, yes. memorable, uplifting, growth, a glow, a encouraging aura. You are good. Wow, you guys. Electric, inspired, love. Such a powerful and amazing, beautiful night. Warm and fuzzy. Who was warm and fuzzy? I'm fuzzy. I'm warm. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Evil. Um, yeah, you see that? One of my girls, for sure. <laughs> Passion. Oh, one of my favorite words. If you guys would like to play that game that we played earlier, you can play it with a friend. Um, you can play it with a loved one. If you have no one to play it with, you can play it with me. Just joking. Um, where we think, <laughs> where we uh, name colors, and you just say what what comes to mind. Because we go through different transitions in life. We go through different periods of life. So I may ask Bosu those same colors tomorrow, and they could be different. Sure. They could be different. They could be very similar, and they could be very, very different. It's it's it is energy. This energy that you're not only putting out, but that that you are ah, it's not only energy that you are putting out, but it's energy that you are receiving. Mm -hmm. and I'd like to say tonight that uh, Bosu, I've received just a just a blessed energy with you here. Just seeing the the love, man. Um, this, this is truly, as they said, inspiring. This is truly motivating. And um, it, it's just proof. It's just proof. When I think of proof, I always think of pudding because I have a sweet tooth probably. But it's just, it's just proof that hard work does pay off. And through all the trials, through all the testing, through all the challenges, you even to your own personal self, like what you went through with the spin studio closing down, and then also with your health as well. Um, but once you you have that energy of of love, you get it back. Yeah, you get it back. Yeah. So those that are angry, those that have malice in the heart, and 
unforgiveness and you got beef with this person. And 2021, man. Life is too short, y'all. Yeah. Love is powerful. Love is more powerful than all the hate and all the anger, man. You know, if you're looking, if you're hating on people, but you're looking for for love to just somehow find you, you're making it harder for love to find you because you're blocking that love from getting to you with all that hate, with all that jealousy, right? right. So you 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 give off good energy, and in return, you will receive good energy. You just never know where you may need people. You feel like you're, you're self-made, but life is funny sometimes, and you might be down and out sometimes. You might be stuck in a rut, um, and you need people, and you're like, damn, I done, <laughs> no way, I done burnt so many bridges. You can't go through this world alone. You can't. You need friends. You need family. You need whatever tools you can get to help you through it. I mean, times are tough. It's rough, and everybody's down and out at some point in life, so... Be grateful for your friends that are always there for you and your family that lifts you up and your, you know, whoever it is in your life, everybody's different. If it's a spouse, if it's a church group, whatever it is, I mean, show them gratitude, thank them and uh, remember them when you're doing well, because you're not always going to be doing well. And sometimes you see people that always come around when they need something. Don't be that person. Try to be there good and bad. So. Mm -hmm. But show gratitude to me. When if somebody tells me thank you, or even better, shows me through actions that they're grateful for something I do, man, I'll bend over backwards again. You know, I mean, gratitude just goes so far with me, and hopefully with you guys also. Because when you just take a moment to say thank you, or give somebody a small token of, you know, whatever it is, it it just I don't know. It just opens up your heart, and it makes them want to do better for someone else or help someone else, or help you again, or whatever it is, but be thankful for the special people in your life because they're hard to find. Yes, yes absolutely. I just wanna give one tip of advice to people who are starting their, their own business. So I know this is a shift and many people have created their own businesses and their own platforms. And, and I love that, I love seeing people grow. I love seeing people expand. I love seeing people take that risk and step out. But here's my advice. If you're starting a business, right? And you start reaching out to people that you haven't spoken to in a while, right? And you approach them, hey, how is everything? And they're like, oh, I haven't heard from you. Oh, this is, this is different. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, I'm doing fine. Cool, cool. So listen, I have this opportunity for you. Yeah. There's no relationship there to build on. You have not made them feel valuable. You've made them feel like a like a like a number, like a dollar sign. You don't care. So take my stupid advice. If you're thinking of creating your own business, or maybe you have created your own business and you're looking for growth, take some time and just reach out to people. With nothing needed or wanted in return, just check on people. Build that relationship first. And then maybe two months down the road, they can come, you know, you can circle back like, hey, but, you know, people are people and people are humans. Like we have emotions, we have feelings, 
And if you really want to make money and your focus is only money, you're only making it harder, man. It's it's relationships. Yeah. You're also putting a feeling on your growth and your betterment because relationships rule not just life, but business too. I mean, you're sitting in the dark if you don't think that relationships are going to make your business grow because relationships make the world go wrong. Yeah. Build relationships. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hate to do this, but we got to wrap this up, man. Boso, I, I truly appreciate you taking the time uh, from just your, your busy schedule, from all you have going on to sit here with me for an hour and a half mm -hmm. and just talk, you know, and just vibe and express yourself um to to be real and to be open and share your story you know um you, i know you've truly touched so many people tonight and you will continue to touch even more people as these facebook comments continue after yeah. the podcast and after this podcast is on other streaming sites as well for those who don't have social media and you would like to share this with somebody you can tell them that this podcast is on other streaming uh, platforms as well, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to Google Podcasts to Anchor, um, pretty much every major streaming platform. The, you can see the, you can listen to the audio of this podcast, right? And speaking about relationships, mm -hmm. if you've liked what you've seen and what you've heard, and you're truly inspired by these podcasts, especially tonight's episode, and you would like to support, then I just give a little bit of how you can support this podcast. So I have a support page and it's broken down into three different levels. You can become a monthly subscriber. The first level is $99 a month. It's $12 a year, y'all. Yeah. $99 a month. Second level is $4.99 a Can month. I yes. 99 cents a month. Did I not say cents? You said $99. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, if you would like to contribute $99 a month, I'll give you my, my cash app separately. <laughs> and you can do that. Thank you for that. <laughs> I had to save you on that one. <laughs> Woo. Oh, wheel up, wheel up, wheel up. All right. <laughs> the first level is 99 cents. All right. Per month. The second level, that is hilarious. The second level is $4.99 a month. And then the third level, the highest level is $9.99 per month. And you not only become a subscriber, but you also get gifts. You get Blazer Lion wristbands. You get... Uh, the Blaze Alliance podcast t-shirts. There are giveaways. You get uh, free access to upcoming webinars, how to find your purpose. We have a round table coming up with the Todd boys, Brandon, Mark, and Greg. We got so many things lined up uh, for this podcast. All right. So if you would like to subscribe, I've posted the link here in the Facebook, but I'll just say the audio really quick. It's Anchor. We, know all, we all know how to spell Anchor, right? Yes. A-N-C-H-O-R, anchor.fm slash blaze the lion slash support. All right. 
I thank you all for your time. Bosu, again, I want to say I thank you. I I just love who you are. I love who you've been. I love who you are becoming. And um, let's do lunch soon. We got to go to like a vegan spot. Yeah. We need to. I just want to tell you how proud I am of you, too. I hope you guys uh, continue to support the podcast. This is something he's really put a, his heart and soul into. And I'm very proud of you. I'm happy to be your friend. I'm honored to be your friend. And thank you for having me tonight. Mm. Much appreciated, man. Energy, y'all. Remember, energy, 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 man. Peace and love. This is the Blaze Alliance podcast with your host, Blaze, and Bosu, also known as Dulce Palmer. Signing off, y'all. Peace and love. Good night. Good night.